Welcome to the Gathering Strength Podcast, the podcast where I explore the power of personal development and self-improvement. In today's episode, I dive into the timeless wisdom of Napoleon Hill's influential book, Think and Grow Rich. Now, I read this book a while back, but you know, I thought that it would be important and applicable to include this timeless knowledge into my podcast catalog. So here we are. Join me as I unravel the secrets of success, discussing the importance of mindset, overcoming obstacles, and harnessing the forces that shape our lives. Get ready to unlock your potential and embark on a journey of growth and abundance. Let's gather our strength and dive into the transformative techniques of this classic book. I'm your host. You already know who it is. It's me, your boy, Ruby Rube. So I'm going to be encouraging you right now to take out a writing utensil, whether it's a marker, a crayon, some sidewalk chalk, dust off that Lisa Frank stationary pad, and let's get in to the wisdom. Now this book came out a long time ago, 1937. Now this book, Think and Grow Rich, is a classic self-help book written by Napoleon Hill. Is considered one of the most influential books in personal development and success in literature. The book emphasizes the power of thought and mindset in achieving success. It also provides practical advice and principles to help individuals overcome obstacles and achieve their goals. Now ask yourself, do you have goals? Well, you're going to have some obstacles. Goals and obstacles go together like peanut butter and jelly, eggs and bacon, and cigarettes and waffles. They're just go together. They're perfectly matched. If you have a, a goal with no obstacles, I think that that is just a, a an aspect of just being. In order to have a, a, a goal, there has to be some obstacles. Unfortunately, that's just how life works. I don't make the rules. I just, you know, try to learn the game and move accordingly. Now here is a few excerpts from the book. Number one, desire. The starting point of all achievement is desire. Keep this constantly in mind. Weak desires bring weak results, just as a small fire makes a small amount of heat. Now we all know what desire is. That's something that you want. It's something that you don't have, and it's something that is at arm's reach. It's like, you know, the fingertip away from being in your grasp. And that's something that you have to, you know, stretch yourself out to go and get. Now, did you know what is responsible for desire? Dopamine. Dopamine in your brain is responsible for desire. Now, it's important to understand that dopamine plays a significant role in the feeling of desire. And isn't it weird how, you know, that desire, it is just a feeling. It's something that you have, that everybody has within them, and we're all going to desire different things. But the the thing that connects every single human being is dopamine. Now dopamine is plays a significant role in the feeling of desire. Dopamine is a 
chemical messenger or a neurotransmitter in the brain that helps transmit signals between brain cells. Now, an important thing about this dopamine molecule is that we need to be aware of what we are desiring because we can desire things that are self-sabotaging, things that are harmful, things that hurt us, and things that ultimately lead us out in further into the wilderness. Now, when it comes to desire, dopamine is often referred to as the brain's reward or pleasure chemical. It is released in response to various stimuli such as anticipating or experiencing something pleasurable, exciting, or rewarding. This release of dopamine creates a sense of motivation, anticipation, and desire to seek out or continue engaging in activities that trigger its release. For example, when you're looking forward to eating your favorite food, now that dope, your dopamine levels, they increase, and that is going to create a sense of craving and desire. Also, dopamine, it is involved in other pleasurable experiences like receiving praise, achieving goals, or engaging in exciting activities. Now, it is important to note that dopamine is not solely responsible for desire. Desire, man, that is a complex psychological and physiological phenomenon influenced by various factors including personal preferences, experiences, and social and environmental factors. While dopamine contributes to the feeling of desire, it is just one piece of the puzzle in understanding the intricate aspect of the human experience. Now, as it pertains to your goals, you're going to have to gain some clarity, some perspective, and forecast where you want to go so that you desire the things that are going to get you to where you want to go. And that is going to take some, some work. You're going to have to figure out, hey, where, where did I come from? Where am I at? And where do I want to go? Another interesting aspect about this book is that it talks about faith. Um, now, faith, that is something that you can't see, you can't touch, you can't even prove that it's there. But you need to believe in yourself and your abilities. With the mind, so in the book it says, What the mind of man can conceive and believe, it can achieve. There's a great quote by Henry Ford. And he said, whether you believe you can or can't, you're right. Now, life is complex. There's no cheat codes. There's no, you know, guarantees. There's, there's no certainties. But the underlying fundamental aspect that is imperative for every single human being to believe is to believe that they are equipped and empowered with everything that they need to move themselves forward. Even though uh, there is a book, As a Man Thinketh, there was a poem that the author wrote within that book and something along the lines of, even though walls of granite intervene, we possess an indomitable spirit and the willpower that every single human being has can chew away at those granite walls and we can bust through any, any barrier. 
Now, it is, it can be scary to think like this because it will force you to look at your life. And when you have these thoughts bouncing around in your head, you're going to, or at least your spirit is going to condemn you in some of these aspects. And it's going to say, hey, you're dropping the ball in many aspects of your life. And that can bring about frustration because there's always work to do. And when we neglect our problems, our inadequacies, and our shortcomings, and we just neglect those problems, those problems, they don't just lay there uh, in, in stagnation. Nope. They grow. Our problems grow. And because we didn't face them when we should have, the problem metastasized and it spread into other aspects of our lives and now that our problem is bigger and we are now weaker those problems are much harder to overcome but don't fret my guy hey i got you covered that's why i created this podcast the gathering strength podcast i want you to have the buff body mind spirit and bank and at this point of recording i have over a hundred episodes that help you Acquire and accumulate all sorts of strength that is going to get you to where you need to go. So feel free to browse within my catalog. You know, something that that grabs your attention. Listen to the episode. And who knows, I, I may have sown some seeds of thought. There's probably a call to action in some of those episodes. And, you know, just think about it. Apply it to your life and see what you can do. What's the best version of yourself? Or what is a better version of yourself than where you're currently at? There's always room for improvement. And we need to stay humble in the things that we know. And, man, one of the purposes of life is to continuously learn how to live. Seneca, he wrote in his... In his, or in one of his letters to his buddy Lucilius, Seneca wrote, As long as we live, let us continually learn how to live. And from where I'm sitting and I analyze the people who have come in and out of my life, you know, whether they are physically in my life or just learning from the greats or just learning from these cautionary tales, the people who I admire, they had a mindset of continually continually learning now because I take them as my role models that's something that I need to do for myself is continually learn now Warren Buffett he's the one who said the more you learn the more you earn and man is it a coincidence that the word earn is in learn man I I love beautiful little little gems of vocabulary that are, you know, hidden like that. The more you learn, the more you earn. Awesome. Anyways, onward, more nuggets of wisdom from Think and Grow Rich. Now, this book, it is important because it highlights the significance of having a clear sense of purpose. When you have a burning desire and a definite goal, it provides meaning and direction, fueling your motivation and determination. Another quote from your boy Seneca. He said over 2,000 years ago, now he uses sailing 
as a metaphor, but you don't need to be a sailor to understand this this phrase that he eloquently wrote over 2,000 years ago. Seneca said that if you do not know which port you're sailing to, then no wind is favorable. Now, when you have a burning desire and a definite goal, it's going to provide meaning and direction for your life. Because you know where you're going, you are going to know how to set your sails to get you there. And when you're moving in that direction, that's going to fuel your motivation and determination. Another interesting aspect of this book is harnessing the power of thought. Now, the author... Napoleon Hill emphasizes the role of thoughts in shaping our reality. By harnessing the power of positive thinking and visualizing our goals, we can program our minds to focus on success and attract opportunities. Now, in the book, As a Man Thinketh, that author, he simply says that bad thoughts cannot create good actions and Good thoughts can only create good actions. Now, isn't that a super simplistic kindergarten level of understanding? If you're thinking all sorts of bad thoughts all day long, you know, your actions are going to be on par with your thoughts. Now, what we need to do is change our thoughts. One of the... A little simple way that you can do that is by journaling. Before you go to bed every single night, or even when you wake up, write down three things that you hope will happen, or three things that you're grateful for happened during the day. And this sounds so rudimentary, so elementary, so insignificant, like, hey man, journaling, all right, I'm going to write down my thoughts, okay, and then after you do that, like you, you still feel the same, but it's like, man, give it some time, you have to consistently do it, it is just like sweeping your floor, or vacuuming your floor, just because you do it one time, doesn't mean that tomorrow, the dirt, dust, and dander is not going to accumulate, because there are daily stresses that are going to diminish us and take away our energy and vigor. But gratitude has the power to unlock more energy, to change your perspective, to get you to, man, start getting some of that gusto back. So as simple as it may sound, journaling every single day, writing about the good things in life, that is going to incrementally change your perspective to where you are now seeing all of the blessings, all of the abundance, and you're going to be feeling so much more appreciative of all the small things, man, that is going to blow your mind. But it's also going to take practice. You can't just you know, do it for a week, feel good for a week, and then go back to your Bush League unsophisticated ways. No, that needs to just be part of your lifestyle. And whether you want to do that or not, hey, that's all up to you. Because the the fact of the matter is that works. It is proven by science, psychology. All of the greats did it. uh, it. 
And if you want to be like some of these giants who have came in and out of this world, then we need to assess what they did and what the greats of today are doing, and we need to do what they do. Another interesting aspect of this book is taking responsibility for your life. The book encourages personal agency and responsibility. It emphasizes that success is not a matter of luck, but a result of your thoughts, actions, and decisions. By taking responsibility for your choices, you gain control over your life's direction. Now, that reminds me of a book that a Navy SEAL wrote. His name is Jocko Willenink. What an awesome name for a Navy SEAL, right? A big strapping white guy named Jocko. Anyways, he has a book called Extreme Ownership. And in a nutshell, what that book is about is taking accountability of everything in your life. It's not anybody's fault that you're overweight. It's not anybody's fault that you don't have enough money to pay your bills. It's not anybody's fault that you got a DUI or any, any of this. It's not anyone's fault that you're successful. It's just whatever. Take extreme accountability for everything. You are the captain of your ship. You have taken your life to where it, it's currently at. And because you have taken accountability of that, now that empowers you to take and pilot your life to where you want to go. Now, as I say these words, I'm looking at my life and I say to myself, where do I go? Because ultimately, when you take accountability for who you are, what you have, where you're at, and you take ownership of all of that, That empowers you to look at your life and say, all right, now it is up to me on these next series of moves that I do because no one can prevent me from doing anything or getting to where I want to go. You are the driver, the pilot, the captain of your life. So man, take control and... Set that cell in the right direction so that you end up in a more desirable place. Continuous learning and self-improvement is another highlight of the book. Now, it highlights the value of acquiring specialized knowledge and developing expertise in your chosen field. Lifelong learning coupled with a growth mindset allows for continuous self-improvement and it increases your chances of success. Like I said before, never stop learning. As long as you are living, continually learn how to live. We expect our children to go out and get the grades to do their best, to become their most brilliant and brightest. And just because we're not formally in school anymore doesn't mean that we need to stop educating ourselves in the lessons of life. As I record this podcast episode, I'm a 39-year-old, hairy, American, red-blooded man. And I have a robust catalog of what works and what doesn't work. 
I've been there. I've done that. I've not only have learned from my life experiences, but a wise man learns also from other people's experiences. And what type of person will continually do the things that are detrimental to their health knowingly? You know, not anyone who I wish to become or even fox with. So take inventory of your life. Look at what works and what doesn't work. Pray and have the strength to get rid of those things that are self-sabotaging. And pray for the strength to either cast all that shit to the side or at least strengthen them. If you are a father, a parent, a caregiver, guess what? Your, your kids, they're going to be watching you. And it's monkey see, monkey do. And th- put it this way. If you don't have the strength to continuously do what is right, how do you expect your children to grow up and continuously do what is right? I'm trying to live a life to where, you know, if I were my own caregiver and if I were my own son, you know, I would want my son to be doing these things that I'm doing. Now, I'm far from perfect. I have many blind spots, weaknesses, shortcomings, inadequacies, but I know over time they will all get sorted out with. And in the meantime, I'm showing up and I'm putting in the work. Now, what happens when you have a lack of direction, a lack of motivation, a lack of fulfillment and purpose? Without a clear purpose, individuals may feel lost or directionless, unsure of what they truly want to achieve or strive for. This can lead to a sense of aimlessness and dissatisfaction. Now, think about what a sense of aimlessness feels like. You know there's just no purpose you're like you know what what is this all for you know when you have no purpose or direction then suffering will be introduced into your life much quickly or much more quickly than if you have direction and purpose lack of motivation now this serves as a source of motivation providing a compelling reason to pursue goals and overcome obstacles. Without clear purpose, individuals may struggle to find the drive and enthusiasm needed to pursue meaningful endeavors. Lack of fulfillment. Now, purpose is going to give life a sense of meaning and fulfillment. Without it, individuals may feel a persistent emptiness or lack of satisfaction, as if something essential is missing from their lives. Now, the fulfillment that this book talks about, it's not about going out and getting another pair of Gucci socks, getting the latest iPhone, or whatever superfluous material possession that money can, can buy. It is not about, you know, having closets that are bursting at the seams with more clothes. More of this. More, more, more. No, it's about, you know, finding that that purpose in your life. uh, Using your inherent creative capabilities to create something. Decision paralysis. Without a guiding purpose, individuals may find it challenging to make decisions and set priorities. They may, they may feel overwhelmed by the multitude of options and a lack and lack a clear framework for determining what they 
truly want and matters to them. Everything that I just mentioned up until now, man, it is found within that book. And that book was written a long time ago. Because wisdom is timeless, knowledge is timeless, and us humans were all the same, it's important to acquire some of this knowledge and apply it to your life so that you can get to where you want to go, so that you can do the things that you want to do, and so that you can become the person that you want to become. Yeah, you don't want to be walking around around reduced, diminished, dull, dim-witted, lily-livered, pusillanimous. Nah, man, you want to show up jacked. Buff body, mind, spirit, and bank. That's who you are. You can do it. I believe in you. That'll do it for today. And you already know what time it is. It's onward. Always onward.